just who's better, Malik Willis or Todd Downing? Who on earth is going to start against the Cowboys? And just how do heated toilet seats work? This is the Transatlantic Titans podcast. Standing on the arrowhead at Arrowhead. Brinkley to snap. Turn to hold. Snap. Set. Kick on the way. Good! One safety in this half. Drive starts at the one and looking for a little breathing room and they get that in. Plenty more. Derrick Henry still going. Stays in bounds. He might go. 99 yards for the touchdown. Unbelievable. Here we are then, all hungover, neglect, neglected. That's no, I'm going to start that again. Did you? <laughs> neglected. Neglect. Yeah, do you know what? I'm going to leave that in. I meant to say dejected. I think that was the word I was going for, but neglected, neglected by our Tennessee Titans, certainly. Let, let's go with this. Um, yeah, f- <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, it's it's just Adam and Greg to have a chat we're just gonna have a, a catch-up it feels a bit it's that in-between period between christmas and new year it's that in-between period between weeks 16 and 17 and week 17 is of no consequence bizarrely um but yeah it's all been a bit depressing as a titans fan recently a lot of negativity rightly um, about the performances like a lot of reasons things are bad which i don't like um, but yeah, other than that, I'm very well. Um, how the how the devil have you been, Greg? Yeah, this is the festive uh, spirit that we wanted to bring everybody. Uh, doom and gloom before the uh, before the new year. I'm, well, doing well. well. I mean, we've this is this is December the 28th, and we've all spent time with our families, and so we're all broken, and we've all eaten and drunk too much. So yeah, you're gonna get doom and gloom. This isn't this isn't. The one for optimism and partying is, you know, the week before Christmas. That's that's just the the vibe, I think. Yeah. It's a week before the season starts, I think. I don't even think it's a week before Christmas. <laughs> um, yeah, no, very well. It was uh, Christmas sort of come and goes really quickly as always. And, and like you, ate drunk way too much. Um, I don't have any, any sort of time off in between. So I'm kind of... Uh, Gonna continue working. I say that loosely, just because there's hardly anyone in to 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 collaborate with and work with. But um, so what you're saying is this is on the company's time. This um, is definitely not on the company's time. This is uh, this is in my lunch hour. Okay, right. But the uh, yeah no Christmas Christmas was good as good as it can be. Plenty of arguments uh, with with the in-laws, not the in-laws literally, but as family, it was always good fun. They don't listen to this, so it's fine. Um, yeah, and a little bit of. Uh, football slash soccer on uh, on boxing day it was quite nice to watch all the games that were that were happening even though my team played the day after and it was a pretty dull nil nil draw but uh yeah it was all good it was a back felt boxing day premier league football felt felt back to reality I, i've quite i've kind of quite enjoyed the world cup but like the world cup was good ignoring the you know the obviously horrible immoral parts to it the world cup was was quite entertaining um but i quite enjoyed it for the fact that it just gave us a break from from premier league football we should do that more often just make the season shorter or have fewer games or something um, yeah, yeah. It's, i wasn't a big fan of having the world cup in the middle of the season when when it kind of got announced and um and then even whilst it was on it just felt a bit weird but i think no, no, the World Pre- Cup should definitely be in summer. Don't get me wrong, but I quite like the break, just the break from. Yeah, I do, <laughs> and they've talked about this for years, haven't they? Having winter breaks, and mm. there's been, especially, I don't know, but I, I, I think if you're going to do a winter break, coming back on because Boxing Day for me is like football day, like if or soccer day in the, in this country, it's like it's the day that everyone plays, and I quite like that tradition. I won't want the winter break to happen and end up finishing in January. Yeah. Is this still a Tennessee yeah. Titans podcast? We, yeah, we, yeah. We well, now just decided to do an Adam and Greg talk about everything other than the Tennessee Titans. It's. I think it's probably what people want. Actually, <laughs> <laughs> but, I'm just. Um, I don't want to. I'm trying to do everything in my power not to get more depressed. And this is. Uh, yeah, this is yeah. But there's a, there's an NFL link to this because I do find that only having, well, it's 17 regular season games now. It obviously, used to be 16. 
Um, but you appreciate them all the more because there aren't that many, because there can't be that many, because people would literally die if they've tried to play 38 NFL NFL games in a year, like the Premier League or, or more with other competitions. Um, but it does make you appreciate them. You build, you, you know, you don't miss a game ever because there aren't that many. Um, you, you kind of, but also it, it hurts more when you don't win them. Um, like you can live, I can live with my my football, like British football team losing the old game here and there because there's always next week to make up for it, you know, unless the season's a, has a horrible trend that continues. Uh, but every every game, especially at this time of the year, has meaning and it, yeah, not just aren't enough of them. But that's that's a problem when you go was it five defeats in a row. Um, that's it's pretty hard. You don't have that much opportunity to come back from that. Uh, but h- here we are with with two games to go, seven and eight in significant danger of losing the streak of consecutive winning seasons. And oh, I think that's 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 taken as red, as red probably. Mm. But also significant danger of not making the playoffs, despite having a ninety six plus percent chance earlier in the year or whatever it was. Um, it's all gone it's all gone completely wrong and yeah christmas eve which was an interesting time to have to have a have a game um 6 p.m uk time well it wasn't 6 p.m uk time 7 p.m uk time in the end with the hours delay due to weather um i think there were power outage outage issues in the area and obviously hope hope everyone stayed stayed safe out there some horrific weather in the states but it it gave me an extra hour in the pub for that afternoon. And I'm not sure that was a good thing given the, the, I was going to say uh, rose tinted spectacles. I was watching. It was probably the, the other kind of tint um, that I sat down and watched this game. And it, it, it went kind of how I expected really. The Texans are a bad football team, but a motivated football team. And yeah, we were ahead in parts of the game and, yeah, I mean, having not having Ryan Tannehill is a, a big, big issue. We know that, but it just felt like I knew where it was going to go. Um, the Texans were just embarrassing us a little bit. Uh, they, oh, we're not even going to name a quarterback. We're just going to play both. You know, chop and change a quarterback. Who does that? I mean, that shows that shows where they are with their season. Um, and it. Yeah, they, they didn't obviously run rings around us or dominate us or anything like that. But it just you just felt that we're we're on a slide, and that was that was the way it was going to go. They kind of wanted it more. They kind of uh, they are they were dangerous because, and I think the Lions were a bit like this last year, where they're in that situation where you kind of don't really care. Like you said, they had Driscoll out a wide receiver for the first two three plays of the game, and you're like. It's almost like they've just gone in and went, all right, let's just, let's turn up, you know, throw it around, do what we want to do and see where we end up rather than actually going with a game plan of we absolutely want to or, or have to win this game, which obviously they don't have to win it because they're, they're already they're already nowhere. Uh, and I can't even see them. Well, I don't know, maybe the Bears might end up taking that first overall pick, but I think it's unlikely. Um, but the, it just, it just everything about, Saturday, whenever it was, was it Saturday? Whenever it was. Um, <laughs> this is the time of the year that days of the week you just don't days know. don't matter anymore, do yeah. they really? Um, but you know, with Saturday, it just felt it felt inevitable. It felt like even though at times we were on top, and you kind of felt like all you just need to do is just sustain a drive. Um, getting way too many three and outs against a, a pretty poor team. I think. I came out of that game at the end of it, and maybe I'm doing, maybe I'm saying this too soon because it's this is what is fourth fourth game for us. Is I walked out of that game at the end thinking, okay, I don't think Malik Willis is is the future. Um, and same, that's not same. I, Ab- Ab- exactly the same. Yeah, and and not because I I don't think it was a case of oh he had a really bad game. I don't think he did have a really bad game. I just didn't didn't see what I wanted to see from someone who has sat behind Tannehill for the year. I haven't seen any remarkable improvement in from first time we saw him in preseason to 
the first game he played, that game against Houston earlier in the season, or anything at all, his indecisiveness when he has the ball in his hands, whether he you know, needs to run. And I appreciate that he's got a crumbling O-line in front of him. I appreciate he hasn't got the weapons that a lot of other quarterbacks will have. So maybe, you know, if we do end up sort of just cutting him free and letting him go, maybe he'll go somewhere else and ball out. I no doubt that might happen. But I don't feel like he's developing anywhere near at the speed he needs to be ready. And I don't mean ready next season. I'm talking about probably the season after. Um, and that for me was was clear in my mind that if I'm a GM, the first thing I'm thinking about is who's going to be the quarterback long term. I think Tannehill's probably going to be around next year. But after that, what's your plan? What's your aim? Where are you going to get a quarterback that's going to be able to come in? You don't end up like the Colts where you're just going after vet after vet after vet year after year waiting for a really bad season to then get yourself in a shot of a decent quarterback. You want to be in a position where you're you're already preparing for a lot of this. And I don't think Willis is that man. I, yeah, I couldn't agree more. And it, it, it really saddens me because he seems to have a lot of like physical attributes to, to do well. Like, I think he's got an arm. I do. He's certainly got, he's certainly got legs. He's got like, he's he, like a, I'm not really one to analyze these things. Um, other kind of don't know what I'm talking about. I've never played the game or coached the game. Well, I have played the game. That's that's for another time. Um, but I've never... Madden doesn't count. No. <laughs> um, yeah, that, this is this is off-season content. Uh, but um, yeah, he, like, he seems to have the mechanics, I think. I can, like, you don't look at his, his throwing motion and think that's ugly or anything like that. So, no. And you look at you look at that kind of guy and think yeah he's probably he's perhaps coachable but i just i just don't see i don't see anything between the ears unfortunately um, it does like i know what you're saying about the o line and i don't think todd downing helped with any of the <laughs> any of the play calling on on saturday but it like despite all of that malik willis had an opportunity and quite an easy opportunity to go and win a game and go and win a game by doing doing something himself, and it it wasn't even close. And he had you know, probably one of twelve different drives. He could have just done something, and he didn't. Uh, there are a couple of ugly interceptions late. Fine, I get like that can happen. You've you've mm. got the the pressure of the moment, uh, but he had opportunities before that to to do something. And the the decent drives were really few and far between. There was obviously the one where he scored himself. Um, but even that touchdown, it just, you know, offensive lineman carrying him into the end zone, pretty much. Um, it it just, he didn't seem to know when to take off or not. And when he did, he, he doesn't seem to run, like, for all his athletic ability, he doesn't seem to run properly. He doesn't just go down the field when you should. He'll just sidestep when you don't want him to sidestep or the opposite. It doesn't... I don't know if he does run. He does run side to side a lot, and I think he doesn't. And I get, I kind of get this to a certain extent. Is in the preseason, he was running into defenders almost and taking unnecessary hits. And and I think you saw on the sideline during the preseason games, you know, Tannehill and others saying to him, you know, you've got to, you've got to avoid contact, whether that's be by sliding, whether whatever it may be. But you've still got to run north to south, or you can't run sideways and and try and. Well, yes, yeah, it's, it's like he's running out. scared, exactly. Yeah, yeah and and and, he's, and he and he does just look like a headless chicken out there when he's running for the ball sometimes, and and he does look like a, a rabbit in headlights when when he's got the ball in his hands and in the pocket because and I pre like I I can't stress this enough is if he had a functioning offense around him, he'd probably look a lot better. There's no doubt about that. And the fact that the rest of the offense doesn't function, the O-line is absolutely shocking. I mean, that was an O-line that you see in the second half of a preseason game that we saw yeah, on Saturday. But, but, that, but that, even Texans, so, that Texans defense is woeful. Uh, he's, you've got, you've got to, yeah. He's got to yeah. be able to do something. I know, yeah, I know, I know all that. I just, well, I just wanted to see just yeah, even a little bit more. But the good the good thing with us having that the game time that he's had, and I appreciate it's still only a small sample, but it's it's still a decent sample. It's a lot more than you probably would expect him to have. Is they're not going to be pinning their hopes on him in two years' time, or they shouldn't be. If they are, I'm going to be incredibly worried because I think now we're in a position, probably for the first time, where we can just turn around and we can just say, look, this guy's probably not it. I'm not saying that that means we don't have him around. 
I'm not saying that he can't be coached and potentially become something better. I'm not saying just cut him necessarily. Well, it's a, he's quite think... a cheap, he's a third round pick. He's going to be a cheap backup for a couple of years. Exactly, I'm fine, right? I'm fine we, with someone like that as a backup. We had, we had Logan Woodside as backup for four years or whatever it was. So, mm. you know, I think he's an upgrade on, on Logan. No disrespect to Logan. But I think at the same time, you've got to be looking at who's going to be that quarterback. Probably not next year, but past next year. Because they're not going to re-sign Tannehill after next year. Um, or they, I, I think it's unlikely they're going to re-sign Tannehill after next year. Um, and you, where are you going to be? Are you going to be drafting someone just to come in automatically? We know that that's probably not the best way of doing this. I mean, look at Mariota when he first came in, he was immediately put put in, and, and the injuries he ended up getting, I think, probably led to that a little bit. There's not many quarterbacks that come in rookie year and go and tear the place up. I mean, probably the only example you've got in recent years is, is Burrow. I mean, other than that. There's, it just doesn't happen as often. A lot of people, a lot of players sort of come into the league, need a year or two before they can then go and explode. But I, I just think this this offense, so this this GM, whoever it is that comes in, has a huge, huge task on his hands to turn this around because, yes, there are bits on this team, and I'm talking about the whole team now, moving away from, from Willis for a second, there are bits on this team that are incredibly good and incredibly strong. We've got core, I think, that is, is very, very good. But outside of that, you just do not have the talent and do not have the players that you need to go in and make waves in this league. And we don't have the playmakers to go and to win this that game. Like It doesn't, it doesn't really matter if we had a quarterback on Saturday. It, it shouldn't matter. You could have had Blaine Gabbert back there. If you don't have the weapons around them and you don't have the O-line to protect them, no one, no one was going to win that game. And Willis, and Willis for me, uh, and that's what, why I don't want to be too hard on the guy. And I don't think he's, his NFL career is dead by any stretch of the imagination. I just don't think he is going to be ready for when we need him. And it's a too big a risk to, to throw him into the fire, in whether it's next year or the year after, um, and say to him, go away and, and, and lead this team. Because if you build everything else around him over the next year or two, and make that ready, you don't want the quarterback to be the one hamstringing you. Here's here's another thing. The the King. I don't know how many years the King's got left. Um, realistically, it's probably a similar situation to Tannehill where it's it's gonna be this contract. Um he like a part a part of me wants to say, right, this is this is where we're at. We 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 may as well blow the whole thing up. We are we are nearly at that point, and part of this part of this is masked with injuries, and I, I know that that's a separate issue that needs addressing. Um, but there are not so much defensively on offense. There are significant holes um, that that need filling. Now, if you blow if you blow the whole thing up, it's sort of I, I could, I'd be all right with that. But I I just my heart wants to give Derek Henry a Super Bowl ring and he's, he's probably not going to win one in Tennessee. Um, he's probably not going to win one full stop now and which is a, a real shame and he's he absolutely deserves better. Um, now, I guess it's possible that we can do something next year or the, the year after, theoretically this year, trying not to laugh, um, but the next, the, the next year or two, if we get Tannehill doesn't go down next year and he plays like he did or we can start firing offensively like we did in 2019 2020 yet yeah, then yes in theory we we certainly we it goes without saying we need to change the coordinator um for for any of that to happen and invest in talent somewhere and yet yeah, that's possible but i think i just hope oh, i hope we do right by him i hope that somehow through all of this we can keep mike brabel who's looking increasingly angry and dejected every single week that goes by. And, but if he's, if he can be part of if there is a rebuilding process and he is part of that, then there's a great future. Um, and I think he should be, as he's the best thing. I still think the best thing we've got right now, long-term um, because there's yeah, not I mean, a lot of talent on offense. Anyway, De- defense is a bit different, but on offense, I yeah. don't feel that, Maybe trailing Burks, but they, we don't have Chig. But this is just they're they're both rookies. Other than that, who have, who have we got that we feel optimistic about long term? 
It's a short list. Yeah. Very short. Yeah, I think the two you mentioned are probably the, the two that first sprung to my mind outside of that, that everyone else is, is relatively dispensable. I mean, there's players like Ben Jones, who has been a warrior for years and years and years, and there's a lot of love that we've we've already said on this podcast many times around. Wouldn't be shocked if if he put the decision in his own hands and just went, you know what, back to was that back to back concussions. Concussion on top IR. of a concussion is not a good thing. Uh, not at all. And I think now he's done IR. I, it wouldn't shock me at all if at the end of this year he just went, you know what, I've had a good good career, and he has. He's had an incredible career in terms of longevity, in terms of the number of games he's played, and so on and so forth. If he ended up making the choice himself and retiring, I wouldn't be shocked. Um, same same thought, thing with Taylor Luan. Right. Yeah, yeah, possibly. I think Taylor one's a little bit a little bit different from a from an ACL perspective. If he can, if they can get that right, I think he's probably he, he'll probably go again. I'm just hoping it will be on a on a on a team friendly deal that he'll stay with us. Whether that will be the case or not, I really don't know. But I think he loves the area. He loves. He's got a lot going on outside of of playing football as well. So I don't think he's going to want to up up sticks and move his family to the other side of the country. But Maybe that will be a reason why he just thinks, you know what, I'm going to put my focus into the podcast that he does and everything else that he does. I'm sure there's other ventures. So, uh, but in regards to, to the offense, uh, Derek Henry is a really interesting one because the more I thought about this in the last few weeks, the more I thought, I don't see if, I, I agree he, he, need, he needs a Super Bowl ring, he deserves a Super Bowl ring for what he has done for us in, since, he's, since he's come into the, into the building. I don't think he, I think he's lost a step. I think he's in that situation now. He's in his late 20s. He's, def- he's definitely know. over the the peak of his career. We're, yeah. Yeah, there's no doubt. No, one, no one's going to no one's gonna pay him crazy money to, to go and play for them because they, they know he could just, could potentially just blow up at any time, really. And I think it will be a really interesting one where we, we kind of need Derek Henry's deal to be more team-friendly for us to build an offense around that. Because I think we put our eggs in the basket for a run-first offense, and that's all we've always been. But when you don't have the players around that to complement a run-first offense, i.e. an O-line that can create the gaps for him, so on and so forth, or players that you can then bring into play action, um, because we haven't had that this year either. <clears throat> and I think, it wouldn't, I w- again, wouldn't be shocked if... I'm not, I don't think it's going to be this year. I think he's going to be here next year. But after next year... I think has he got two years left or is it? I'm not sure. We well, rejigged his deal again, didn't he? But we should really do some research. But <laughs> but if if his if his contract is say two more years, let's say for argument's sake, I wouldn't be shocked if at the end of next year he, he departs. But that depends very much on on what his production looks like next year, who the offensive coordinator is next year, who's around him. That that could all change. But he's definitely he's definitely lost a step, and you can see that watching games where. In the past, there's there's breakaways that he's had and he's been caught up. And in the past, he would have just gone. In in previous years, he would have just gone. He would not have even... You, you'd just be like, okay, he's got through, touchdown, you know it, you could go away and don't even have to watch it. He, he hasn't had that breakaway speed. He had a great run against Houston on uh, on Saturday. I think it's 48-yarder, where he did kind of get away. But he, he normally runs all over Houston and he was just getting, he wasn't getting the same level of joy. He still, he still got hundred yards, right? And still, well, what, still he, what, decent game. what he also did was cough the ball up. Now I, I, this, this is yeah. with, I'd noticed in recent weeks, he'd had a couple of fumbles where we'd recovered the ball. So no one really talked about it, but it was sort of on my radar. Now he's had a couple more where we have turned the ball over, not just, mm-hmm. not just this week, but I think in the, in the, Chargers game or the Jags game, I can't remember which it was, just before half time. Yeah. Um, he did the same thing, flipped the momentum of the game. Um, but arguably, this one against Houston, he doesn't do that. We might win that game again. It's one of it's one of those where yeah, almost anything changes, you you win the game, which and a lot of those opportunities are on Malik Willis. Um, but that one was on him. Now mm. I think if you've he yeah, he's lost a step maybe with his speed. I think he's he's running a bit differently. He's got he seems to be duking, sidestepping a little bit more than he used to, which I don't mind. So he's adapted. He's you could argue he's adapting his game to his age and his his physical limits. I say limitations. It's Derek Henry, but you know what I mean. Um, but I, I don't. This coughing the ball up. This is something that for. I don't know. Again, you have research. I, I don't have the stats, but. 
I've, I'd be shocked if he, you know, compared to other great running backs, I think he he's had excellent ball security almost his entire career. You can't think of too many calamitous moments like that, um, but there have been two or three this year. So he, like, I'm sure he's working on it and he'll definitely be aware of it and you could see how it upsets him. Even even the one where he he coughed it up and Traylon Burks fell on it for a touchdown, he was visibly upset and he's cross with himself. Yeah. And I, I like that and he cares Same. and he, his couldn't fault his attitude but it but the fact remains it's it's happening it's five was so, it five in four games or five in five games i can't remember again exactly what it is but it's it, there's definitely been five fumbles that he's that he's had in 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 this stretch of games that is for for any running back for any player in this league way way too many and something that in the early part of his career with us he he had the tendency of of doing but this has been the worst stretch by a country mile um, the biggest concern for me is, yes, he's working on it, but he should have been working on it after the first and second time because it, it just wasn't something you just didn't see with Derrick Henry. Ball security. Well, I, sus- I suspect he was. I suspect he's always working on it, but it's yeah, maybe... But it's still happening. Focus. It's still yeah. happening, ultimately. And, and the big, that is a big concern. It's almost like, I don't know if it's he's having... Because he's lost that 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 step, maybe he's having to, to your point, adjust his running game to okay a bit more juking a bit more sideways movement but whatever it is to the point where then he's not focusing on i need to make sure this doesn't get punched out and i think most of the most of them that have have happened have come from from the blind side where it's from behind he's just been punched punched through his arm and but yeah they're all good defensive plays of course they're absolutely it's not these are not these are not fumbles where you know it's 100% his fault in terms of, well, it's, I mean, it's his fault, obviously, but you know what I mean in terms of, yeah, like, but the, no, the numbers don't lie, do they? No, absolutely. It's not like it was that Jags game back in 2017 when there was that horrendous, <laughs> horrendous uh, snap from Mariota and he just, uh, I can't remember exactly how that played out, but he just completely lost it. He's not losing it when, when the ball's being handed to him. It's when he's 15 yards further down, it's getting punched, which is a completely different scenario. But it is a, it is definitely a concern of mine. I think in terms of this is not the first time we've seen it. This, this maybe year. this is a sign of maybe this is just a sign of him, him losing a step. He's not pulling away as quickly maybe. as he used to, and defenders are getting maybe. more opportunities to make these plays. I don't know, but and it's, it's not being helped by and we've talked about the O line way too much already. But it's not being helped by that. Right? He's he's having to run through brick walls twice, pretty much. Um, and I think it is a concern of mine. I, I think my biggest concern at this moment in time is I just feel that Todd Downing is, is the root of all of our problems. The roster isn't good enough. We know that. And that's why Robinson fell on his sword is because the, the roster construction that he'd had, that he'd, he'd given us this season, even, even without injuries, I still feel like there wasn't enough there. Um, but Todd Downing, from a play calling perspective and the way that he runs this offense just gives me zero hope, zero expectation. We've had more three and outs than any other team in this league. And we're still a team that, you know, by some miracle, really, we've won seven games. If you look at it that way, it's, the offense is just, it does need blowing up. There's absolutely no doubt about that. I just don't know who's going to get caught in the crossfire when it comes to it. And Derek Henry's probably in a, in a situation where he could be one of those caught in it because he's a higher earner in this team. And if he's not given the performances and, and and doing what he needs to do to to win us football games, then there's always that opportunity that they might have to make a, an awkward decision. I don't think that's going to happen this off season. If it, if, it, if, it if it did, that shows that well, that would show that right. This is it. We're blowing this up. I mean, that's that's well, the identity that would be the metaphor. The yeah. whole identity changes, right? If if Derek Henry walks out that door in this off season, you're pretty much saying right we're not a run first offense anymore necessarily. We're going to go down a different route and build it from the ground up. And I, and I, in a weird sense, I don't, I don't mind that, but I don't want Derek Henry to leave. No, I, no. You, you can have a different identity with Derek Henry on your, on your roster, but I appreciate he is a, a higher end in this team. I, I think I touched on this with Harry last week or yeah, maybe the week before, but we, we could be, we could have a different identity and still have Derek Henry. Derek Henry is, yeah, yeah. And may, maybe he has fewer touches. Uh, maybe he shares the workload. Like all of those things are okay. I think so, sometimes, like 
where where I was talking about this was why is it like every single drive routinely he's in for first and second down, maybe third and really short. Um, but if it's third and three or more, it's someone else every single time. Or if it's yeah. a two minute drill every single time, why not? Why not change that up a bit? Mm-hmm. Give the give the the defense something to think about. Yeah, this is yet another issue with with Todd Downing. I've realised, but. One thing you can say about Derek Henry that has improved in the last, certainly this year, but even last year to a certain extent, is he can catch balls out of the backfield. Something he, ne- he yeah, never did yeah. in the, in the, prior to that. So he is now, that whole nonsense of, oh, it's third and five, he can't be in, it, as far as I'm concerned, is complete nonsense. Because yeah, he can, yeah, yeah. He can agree catch more. the ball out of, out of the backfield if he needs to. You can throw a screen to him, you can do... He's shown that. And, and, and if anything, I think he's probably been a bigger threat in the from catching the ball in the backfield this year than he has been running it because of O-line issues and because I think he has lost that step. So I actually think the, not having him in there, even as a decoy, is just schoolboy. Because you know on third and five, all right, it's going to be Hilliard or Haskins or Chestnut or whoever coming in as a third down back. And it's predictable. You know exactly what, what the Titans are going to do. So change it up put Derek Henry in there and make that defense think, but they might run it because <laughs> he can run five yards quite easily. Um, this is, they... this is exactly what I was saying, you know, and it, and if it is down to, and if you're worried about the number of touches he's getting or the number of plays he's in stick, how, like how many times have we had Hilliard or Haskins or someone else in at first and 10? Now, what's wrong with that? Never. Like if, if, if you need to, if you need to offset things, nothing, nothing wrong with that at all. Like, it's it's less it's less predictable for the for the defense again, and if you've got it gives you a, well, dare I say more plays to add to the playbook or more more things you can do potentially. You but, just want the you want the offense to be less predictable, and you want players in that offense who can who can go and make you plays. And look, we've talked at length around losing playmakers like. I think we have a playmaker in Traylon. Woods has been underwhelming. But I mean, he's not a bad player by any stretch. But I just think he's been a bit underwhelming, and and which has probably said more around the offense that's been around him as much as anything. Um, but you need players who can go and win you games. And at the moment, Traylon's still early in his days to sit there and say he's that guy. Chig's shown some splash plays, which has been really exciting and great to see, because it's I think we missed that when Johnny left, and we certainly missed it when Delaney left. Um, I think he's in that same kind of elk that he could be that kind of guy. He's he's the, got he's got speed too. He's got like, yeah, and, possibly more and, than they did. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I didn't think there'd be many players who who would eclipse Anthony Ferguson, but he's on his way. <laughs> um, so it's uh, but he's. Would, would it, you like to? You'd like to see a hundred yard dash, um, Ferguson? Who you th- you'd have a few guys in the blocks, Ferguson, um, Chig, Jeff Swaim. Um, I, I mean, Swain's I don't, I don't, I don't want to see Jeff Swain do anything. Apart from, apart from walk out of, of, of the building, I don't want to see Jeff Swain do anything. Well, he's 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 the best blocker, so he's, he's starting blocks. Where else you, you know, it, it all fits. Dion Lewis is the best blocker. We all know that. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh, miss Dion. Um, I mean, even in those days, he'd sometimes be in on first and ten. Just saying. No, absolutely. If anything, he was in that 2018 season. There was a, a lot of talk about him being the lead back, which is starting running me. back. Yeah, yeah. yeah. To, to, for me, it always made me laugh then, and still does now. <laughs> All right, Dallas tomorrow night. Um, this is. Are you even going to stay up or get up? Like, it's a meaningless game because for like. We had this against the Saints a couple of years ago. We had this game where, yeah. although that was slightly different, I think we could have maybe got, it could have affected the seeding or something. I can't remember now, but basically it was a meaningless game. We rested. Henry had a slightly dodgy hamstring and we rested him. Um, this is this is the same thing. It doesn't matter what the Jags do. It doesn't matter what we do this week. It all It's going to come down to week 18 regardless and nothing's going to change the seeding. It's just, you, The winner of the AFC South is going to have the fourth seed. So how yeah we're probably resting players we might be resting the king um we're i mean it's going to be malik willis again i want to see titans fans on the field playing i, I, I don't want to be a single I thought starter. you i don't want 
I don't want to see. I don't want to see anyone playing this game. I want them all rested and ready to go for week 18 because this game, as you said, means absolutely nothing. I don't want to see anyone out there. The only thing I think that might stop us from, I think a few might need a, a bit of a bit of practice and a bit of game time. In truth, <laughs> but possibly. But I don't want. I don't want to see any of the the kind of big key players that have got any anyone carrying injuries has to be has to be kept on the sideline. You can't, and I think Henry's also got some kind of hip injury or something that he's been on the on the on the injury report this week for. I think he's been limited. Which don't they always put like they say? I get the impression they make stuff up about him because he doesn't. He never practices on uh, either a Tuesday or a Wednesday every single week. He always misses that practice, and yeah. it's but they always say not it's deliberate. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, maybe, maybe, but I don't. They always it. say it's not not injury related, whereas this week it, it's said he had a hip injury, and and and, and to my knowledge, hips don't lie. So, I think <laughs> I would not. I would not our, in, not. our injury reports are just for banter, though, aren't they? Now it doesn't like it's just a. I mean, it's just a scroll now, isn't it? It's one of those things. That just they don't fit on the screen longer, longer. No, absolutely. I have to zoom in just to see what what name's mm. now been put on there. But I think anyone who's carrying injuries who has a chance to go in week 18 has to sit i think the biggest problem we're going to have is how many of those people how many players are actually going to be on that list of having to sit and then also can you even put enough players together on the roster to to fill a game because i feel there's that many injuries right now that well you you have you have a longer leash in the preseason like i was was thinking about this like you can in the preseason you've got the roster trims haven't happened, so you can just stick anyone out there. No, absolutely, um, but, you, but you, can't, you can't do that can't now. Do that so now. absolutely, so and, and at the same time, you don't want them want to put a strain on the the kind of backup players that do have to play because we're still going to need the week after. So I think it's going to have to be a balance. But I do think Henry, just give let's give Haskins a shot. We've got Haskins and Chestnut who haven't really had much of a go at running back, and if you look at the running back in this league, the running back sort of players in this league, there are players out there who can who go and make plays and go and have good games. And I, and I want to see more from Haskins. I don't think we've seen anything yet from him apart from some kick returning earlier in the year. So go and give him the opportunity to, to make some plays and, and be the main man. Just hit Henry on the sideline. If he, if he has to come in for a play or two, no problem. But I, I think there's no point putting any potential stress on him not this, being this available is, for weekend. This is the thing. We don't have to make all these players inactive because well you if no, you no, make no, all of, if you rest all, all these all these guys that you want to rest and make them inactive, you don't have enough you don't have enough players, as you say. So you can but yeah, it doesn't it doesn't mean you can't limit the snap count. Yeah. I think I think that's what we've got to do. And I think the the only player I think I want to see out there playing who's a, who is a starter is actually trailing Burks. Because the fact the guy only got two targets on Saturday is a joke. That's, <laughs> and that's that down, is and laughable. That's it's laughable. And that's on Todd Downing, yeah. and, and 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 that's on the, you know, on on him one hundred percent. But your your best wide receiver, who has been pretty much yeah incredibly trusted all year, only two targets. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Um, this this podcast is about to take an unexpected turn. Um, we have got, I was going to say an uninvited guest. He's not an uninvited guest. Um, Miles has just dropped in. Hi, Miles. What are you doing? The wonders of modern technology means when I'm out and about, I can still come and wish everyone a Merry Christmas, even though they probably don't appreciate it. Uh, I'm here. It's too. It's the 28th of December. It's too late to wish people a Merry Happy Christmas. New Year's Eve Eve. N- no, it's Eve? too early for that. It's that in between weird time where you don't know what to say Happy to Wednesday? people. Is it a Wednesday? Is it I have no idea what, what I don't what day know. Is it? No it one knows what matter. day it is. Really. Um, I just wanted to dive in and just sort of say, uh, well, obviously I'm not allowed to wish Merry Christmas, apparently, so I can tell it's already a really positive podcast. Maybe this is the time that you're allowed to talk about your fantasy team. Oh, I lost. I lost in the playoffs. I'm in, I'm oh. in, the, I'm in, the, I'm in the third and fourth place. Uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the World Cup third and fourth that no one cared about um, game next week, so... We've got that, that, that's more than enough. That's more than enough. Um, oh, also, if, if we had cared, you might have won. The, the emotional trauma I've gone through this year purely just from you guys, I reckon, cost me at least second place. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that were true. I hope that, though. Um, what do you? We were just, I mean, we were 
pretty close to non-Titans related, I guess. Um, we we're just chatting about the meaningless matchup that is Dallas. Well, firstly, are you going to stay up and watch? Is there any point? I mean, I've, I kind of feel like we have to because we do this. But other than that, I'm not sure. I, I intend to watch the game. Do I intend to enjoy the game is another matter. Um, to me, it's the, is Willis going to be our quarterback or is he done game? As stupid as it sounds, I think I've had so many negative. I've made my mind up already. I like, really. That doesn't shock me at all because we know what you and Greg, I'm assuming Greg's probably the same as well. Um, <laughs> but I think, Mal- I think. Who's Malik Willis? I've never heard of him. <laughs> no, I think we need to agree that um, he's sort of, he had his, no, the thing is, Downing's the problem. Like for all we know, he'll go and he'll go somewhere else where with a half decent play caller and he'll actually shine. Downing's um, another problem. That's all. Down, yeah. Downing could Downing could make Patrick Mahomes look like you know Whitehurst or something. I don't know. He, he he'll just he, he's whoa, not whoa, good. Whoa, enough of the clipboard, Jesus shade. I'm not going to stand for that. But no, I'll I'll watch the game. Um, you could argue purely for me. I'm, I'm allowed to talk about fantasy football again. Yeah, I've got Zeke Elliott. Hopefully, he runs all over us. No, I'm only joking. Um, I think I think I'll watch the game. I don't think I'll enjoy the game. I think we'll probably get well beaten because Dallas have got, still got plenty to play for. Whereas I feel like our team already looks defeated. They've looked at the teams around them and gone, actually, we can have a relatively high draft pick if we don't do too well. I was looking at there aren't that many teams that actually have a worse record than us, which says a lot. <laughs> um, that's yeah. the position we're in. I'm not saying we're in a tanky position, but I guarantee that's how they feel at the moment because this team is on a rebuild. There's, there's no two ways about it. We, we need a lot of players in a lot of positions, and you're not going to do that with high draft picks. Yeah, I think... I've, it, I've said is... it before, and I've said it, I'll say it again. I don't want to make the playoffs this year because I cannot be bothered for us to just get completely blown out in that first game. And it's, whether we play the Ravens or the Bengals, I think it's probably going to be one of those two. Whoever it is that we end up playing, they're, they're beating us easily. And I know the Ravens aren't great this year. I think they've they've probably got less. Doesn't matter because it doesn't matter because the Jags are beating us easily in Week 18. <laughs> exactly, yeah. So it's it's one of it's one of those things that I, I don't even want to see it. So that Week 18 game is still going to sting because I'm a Titans fan and I don't want to lose to them. Certainly don't want to get swept by the Jags, but it looks increasingly like that's going to happen. And as far as I'm concerned, I really do not want to. Really do not want to see us get blown out in the first round of the playoffs. I just think get the season over with, and uh, and we move on. And hopefully this new GM can come in and construct a roster that can make us competitive again. Well, talking again it over with, um, I've given you the best two minutes of content you'll ever get from me, um, but I'm <laughs> going to attempt to continue with the rest of my day. Um, Non-Titans <laughs> is uh, do I have a non-Titans is very quickly. Uh, people at a worst round Christmas. How about that? Seeing your family at Christmas time, it sucks. Ho, ho, ho. It's <laughs> funny. We kind of covered that. All right. Um, I've no idea. Where I'll are you, by the way? You, I I'm, in, I'm in lovely Warrington. Warrington. I'm currently underneath a cover in uh, Warrington Market. So uh, I, I came out to buy some stuff, which inevitably I failed to buy because I don't like shopping. Um, so I'm going to go home and wallow in the self-pity that is the Tennessee Titans. <laughs> I thought I, I genuinely thought you were in a, a Weatherspoon's beer garden or something. I wish I was in a Weatherspoon's. <laughs> Save the drink for the and then we're back on the grind. Excellent. Right. Well, thanks, thanks for joining us. Yeah, there you go. I like this. Just dropping in to say hi. You know, it doesn't have to be you have to commit to sitting here for an hour and chatting about the Titans. Is that how it works? I'm just going to do that. That's, Save yeah, loads feels, of time. Maybe we just do two minute podcast if we lose in future it might be better we just send the link to anyone on twitter and see who joins <laughs> yeah yeah <laughs> well that that might turn into one of those twitter spaces i don't think i don't think anyone needs that yeah. you, you can't do them anymore can you i think haven't they got rid of them oh, oh. yeah yeah maybe although you get people i'll tell you who join it'd be people like nate he'd pop in of course he would of i mean course, he's a closet, I, closet Titans oh. fan. <laughs> yeah he is he, 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 he has more opinions about the titans than we do <laughs> maybe that's what we need we'll get him on next week um, just to just to really twist you, the knife you, sorry are you joking you, of course you want, i'm joking you want, you, oh, jesus christ do not bring nate on when we're six games without a win because it will be six games by that point imagine uh, yeah. how excited he'd be yeah he'd be oh no, i mean he'd be, he'd be doing way more research than than we do and would i mean well by, by, by that you mean some research yeah. Any research, yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs>
All right, let's let's end with non-titles related then, I guess. Um, what's I mean, yeah? We've sort of had a bone about Christmas already. So, is there anything else? Not a lot for me. Um, I think one thing, and this is this this might sound like an incredibly weird, humble brag, is uh, <laughs> it's getting getting incredibly cold in this country. It has been for for a while. Heating heating's costing costing us a hell of a lot more than it than it used to cost us but one thing i really hate is is when it's freezing cold and and you're like all right i need to go to the toilet sit on the toilet seat it's freezing there's nothing worse so i've been looking at heated toilet seats recently oh interesting oh yeah yeah okay they're they're stupidly expensive by the way i was like looking at them and they're like between like three and four hundred quid but um i'm still actually contemplating it how well are they electric i don't know how they work like do they plumb into your central heating? That can't that can't be right. I can't imagine so. I'd imagine they'll be electric. I can't say I've looked at it again. My research yeah. is not particularly great. I just Googled electric toilet seats or heated toilet seats and see what it comes up with. Um, but yeah, I've actually been serious con- contemplating it because I, I must admit there's, there's nothing worse when it's freezing cold. And especially because I find that if it's just my house, but anywhere where we have a toilet, those rooms are just freezing cold constantly uh, unless you have the heating on all the time. So, yeah. did, did I did I mention a few weeks ago? It might have been on the other podcast that I I do, but you do another um, podcast. I do, <laughs> yeah, occasionally. Um, that I had we had a new bathroom recently, and I had to get the the plumber to come back. That was on here move, for the radiator. Yeah, the yeah, radiator. Yeah. yeah, but it was a radiator we didn't have before, so we had a heated towel rail in there, which kind of yeah, yeah. did the job. But it's a it, it's an absolute game changer. Like it's it's a pleasure to be in there on a cold morning because you sat and it and it's close to the it's close to the toilet. So I don't have that issue. The downstairs toilet's another matter. That is you don't want to go in there this time of year. Forget it. But I have a warm, warm toilet upstairs. Yeah, yeah. And I don't yeah. I don't even feel like I need a heated toilet seat, but I get I get that. That would be I mean that that it could be the biggest humble brag ever in the history of this show. But yeah, it's a, it's a weird one. It's one of those one of those things I've um, yeah just been thinking about more and more as it's uh, I mean because we're we're very much we moved into our house like a year ago and, and there's like little bits that we want to do and it'll probably be the kitchen that we do next. But uh, yeah, a heated toilet seat is definitely something I'm contemplating at the moment, just purely purely because it feels like it would be the greatest thing in the world. It'll be it'll, I have no doubt it will be horrendous and a complete waste of money, but. Um, the idea of it just sounds great <laughs> and, and everyone in the us who's just been through that really cold snap it are all sitting there googling one narrow right now thinking you know what that's that's the best idea greg's ever come up with in his life well there's another thing i'm not sure if we've done this on air but um american toilets they could they can so they can they can do one <laughs> so they're too like for everything like everything in america is generally bigger often better than it is here toilets the opposite like why are they so close to the floor like, this is this is why this is why our offensive linemen keep getting ACL injuries. It's like because they just keep putting strain on their knees. As every time they go and sit down on the toilet, they have to like their knees are practically up by their chins because it's just they are ridiculously low. Um, and way too much splashback as well. Well, yeah, yeah, all all linked. Like, yeah, you could be onto something. This might be the strength and conditioning edge that the Titans of the future need. Yeah. Yeah. Um, just get every just get every. Everybody on the Titans roster get British style bigger toilets, and we'd we'd be fine. Yeah. Um, Funnily enough, this is what I wanted to moan about was just age. Like I just I'm 43. The last last time I checked, and like I'm just getting more aches and pains, and all of all of this stuff, and it all link it all links in. Um, I went for I went for a run this morning just to try and run off that christmas excess and it 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 was painful and slow and awful and i just feel like my legs hurt and my my back hurts and everything hurts and i'd like i was never like this in my 20s or i I miss even my 30s and i probably i was probably moaning about it in my 30s but i'm moaning about it more it's not going to get any better i moan about it all the time i also apparently come across as a lot older than I am according to my wife because I just come out with these stupid comments every so often which makes me just like 
they're not quite during the war, but they're they're pretty much as close <laughs> you're going to get to uh, <laughs> during the war as, uh, as as I'm going to get. And it's always like ridiculous things. Is like, that the First World War, Greg, or the Second World War? Yeah, uh, yeah a bit of both. Feels like it, but it's yeah. I'm. I mean, I've always been that older than I probably am in regards to everything just annoys me. And I think that's why I get on with you. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Hold on. Are we putting us bravado now that we we got on with each other? I thought we hated each other. Well, no. Yeah, f- you, Adam. <laughs> Charming. Well, there we go. On that note, that's, that's, that's the Christmas spirit and the Christmas joy that we're bringing. Yeah. Happy New Year. It's too early for that. No, I'm not going to wish yeah. you a happy New Year. It's my wedding anniversary in two days. That's another hurdle to get over. Um, the 30th of December, a ridiculous time to get married. But did you did you plan that so you were like, nah, this means I won't have to get an anniversary present because we'll just say it's it's, it's no that that doesn't wash that does not wash does it not no 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 um, I no I planned that because we went to South Africa for our honeymoon and I got to go and see the test ah, match in in Newlands and it just so happened that England were playing what what a fluke. Uh, that was, I mean, if uh, you couldn't have planned it better, even if you had actually planned it, it was just one of those yeah. things, right? Yeah. It all just now, fell my, into uh, place, yeah. Yesterday's birthday is like a month after Christmas, so we don't tend to do presents very often because we're really bad at like we'll go away and it'll be like, oh, I want to buy, I don't know whatever, and it'll just be like, yeah, buy it. It'll be for Christmas. So I don't think I've actually given her a Christmas present on Christmas Day for about five years. Um, and then her birthday being a month afterwards is a massive inconvenience. But what are you going to do? You're such an old romantic. Um, She's a lucky girl, isn't she? She is. She's a lucky girl. <laughs> no, fella, no fella's got a chance just because she's so looked after and so so cared for. Uh, um, it's a good job she doesn't listen to this. <laughs> yeah, it's a good job somehow, no to this. Somehow she's going to find that, I think. Or I'll clip it anyway. Um, yeah, let's go. Let's get out of here. I don't know how we've done fifty odd minutes of of this, but we did. Um, nice to chat to you. It is nice to chat to you. It's um, always always a pleasure, Adam. Um, we should have done less Titans content than we did, but here we are. But it's, it's all good. Yeah. Um, for a change, I'm not even going to bother saying. Hopefully, we will win, and we'll we'll have that to talk about when we next. Hopefully, speak. We'll have it's no, irrelevant. No injuries. Hopefully, just no injuries. Not yeah. one player going down injured is is a win as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, we'll be back next week to preview a, a week 18 disaster in Jacksonville. So let's look forward <laughs> to that. Um, enjoy New Year's Eve and go well, whatever you're doing. Tighten up. Tighten up. <laughs>